Welcome to The Body Nerd Show. I'm your host, Alexandra Ellis, and after a decade in the fitness industry, I've finally cracked the code on how you can build sustainable strength without getting hurt. I'm a coach, writer, yogi, kettlebell devotee, lover of lifting heavy things, and 100% a body nerd. So stick with me, and I'll teach you how to make body maintenance and movement mastery a fundamental part of your wellness routine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 167 of the Body Nerd Show. On today's show, I'm talking about scar tissue, specifically the different types of scars and how they form, why scar tissue might be the cause of post-surgical sensitivity and pain, and how to keep your scar tissue healthy and mobile no matter how long it's been there. The human body is amazing and resilient, and the way our soft tissues heal is just so cool. I mean, obviously I'm biased. I'm a nerd, a body nerd, but think about it. Your skin, your muscle, your bone, if it gets damaged or separated in some way, it's able to grow back together. Like that's so cool, right? But scar tissue isn't like regular tissue. It's actually rigid and way less flexible than regular tissue, which can affect how your entire body moves. So this also means that if you've had a surgical procedure or maybe you've had a gnarly injury that's left you with a scar and you're struggling with pain or sensitivity at the site or even elsewhere, then today's episode is for you. So scars form as a completely normal and 100% necessary part of the healing process. As the new tissue grows, the scar tissue helps to pull the wound together and fill in any gaps. It helps to form the matrix that your body then uses to build itself back together. It's kind of like scaffolding. And this is scaffolding made up of a protein called collagen. So collagen is found in connective tissue, skin, tendon, bone cartilage. And like I said, it provides structural support to tissues. And it's not just involved in wound healing. It's also involved in essential bodily processes, including tissue repair and signaling between cells. And the amount of collagen you have varies by the location within your body. So the lower back tendon, that thoracolumbar fascia, has a ton of collagen in it to give it its strength and stability and durability, while your deltoid in your shoulder, because it's a muscle, needs to have less collagen so it can be more mobile and you can move easier. Collagen and how much you have also runs on the use it or lose it or even move it or lose it principle. And so while your body is constantly building up and breaking down collagen, and this is partly why you feel so stiff in the morning, right? At night when we are at rest and not moving, our body is laying down collagen. And in the morning you wake up and those first few movements feel a little bit stiff because of that collagen overgrowth, so to speak. But this is also why something feels super stiff after it's been immobilized. And whether that was because of a brace, of a cast, or even just soft tissue guarding or you changing the way you move. And so the way to keep collagen, you know, overgrowth, quote unquote, air quotes there, in check is to keep moving. Because as you move, that collagen stays hydrated and that allows movement to become easier. When you don't move, again, because of injury, maybe you were sleeping, maybe both, that excess collagen production leads to that stickiness or stiffness that you feel. So 
when you understand what collagen is, a scar is the overgrowth of collagen that shows up post-injury. And the whole point of a scar is to limit movement and provide that platform for your body to use so that vasculature and all of the proteins and things that need to happen to rebuild the body can be present. But here's the issue. The longer that motion is inhibited in an area, those tissues start to get even more dehydrated and even more solidified, which in turn can create inflammation. And inflammation can then lead to even more adhesions and scars and cross-linking and just stiffness abounds. So we have a a window of opportunity because you need to give the tissue time to heal. And typically your surgeon is going to tell you six weeks post-surgical, leave your scar tissue alone, let it heal, let it do its thing before you go in and start to do any manipulation. But even two weeks post-injury, if no movement at all is happening, there can be this fibrosis that sets in. So basically an overgrowth of the scar tissue, which can impact the movement and flow of fluids in and out of the area. I'm not sharing this to scare the pants off you. It's not my goal at all. But again, the way we understand and think about scars and think about our tissues and think about how rebuilding occurs, the more you can understand, move it or lose it and how important creating movement, whether it's in big ways like walking or moving your arms or in smaller ways like rubbing a scar to help it be more mobile and more similar to healthy normal tissue. So there are actually 28 known types of collagen, and this connective tissue cell is created by a cell called a fibroblast. So if ever you see that word, that's what that is. So as you age, changes to the collagen, that's one of the primary causes of the quote-unquote signs of aging and the changes that we witness to our skin. So as your collagen loses its like function, it becomes a little bit more fragmented. Uh, That fibroblast and the collagen building block function becomes impaired. Collagen production slows down, right? That's what's happening when we're aging. It's just collagen. It's cool, right? So there are a number of different types of scars as well. So if you're like, well, I don't have scars. I've never had surgery, which I personally haven't had, you know, abdominal surgery or joint surgery, but I have had sinus surgery and there's definitely scar tissue in there. So you can have different types of scars, like contracture scars that come about from burns where the skin really tightens and limits movement. You can have depressed scars from chickenpox or acne. These are like indentations or pits in the skin. You can have flat scars that flatten out as the area heals that may actually be lighter or darker than your normal skin tone. You can have keloids that are raised above the skin surface that also can limit movement. And you can have what's called hypertrophic or raised scars. So they may get a little bit smaller, but they don't really flatten out and they don't spread beyond that wounded area like a keloid does. You also can have stretch marks. Those are essentially scars too that happen after skin expands or shrinks quickly. And honestly, like stretch marks, while they can be considered a change in the collagen structure, they're so super common in all people. Like babies have stretch marks. I have stretch marks. Totally normal. 
And scars affect more than just the skin. And this is what I really want you to understand is that if a wound is deeper than your skin, even if it's just skin deep, that scar goes all the way down through all of the layers of tissue to the point where your surgeon was going after. So think of a C-section, for example. You see the scar on your skin, but that scar is going through the layers of superficial fascia, deep fascia, muscle, uh, down through your organs, moving organs off to the side, all the way down into the uterus, which is also a muscle that is cut through as well. So there are a lot of opportunities for scar tissue to form and for things to get stuck and stiff. So what about treatments of scars? That's what we're really here for, right? So of course you can do things like injection for keloids or laser treatments or dermabrasion. But if you have listened to any of the episodes I've done with Sybil and gone on to follow the type of work that she does, right? There's questions about how well any of these work. But here's what I can tell you is that when it comes to scar tissue management and helping to improve the ability of that scar to mimic normal tissue, issue, massage is going to be your best bet. A systematic review that looked at scar tissue for burn scars found that massage decreased the physical and psychological outcomes in burn scarring. It can decrease thickness, vascularity, height, pliability of scars, and can also help to just decrease the overall symptoms and after effects of the scar tissue. And also, I think it's really interesting that if you go like a normal Western medical route, they can even do scar revision surgery, which may make sense from a cosmetic standpoint. But from a body nerd mobility standpoint, we have a scar and we're going to fix the scar by cutting and making more scar tissue. Make it make sense for me because it really, really doesn't. Today's episode is brought to you by AE Wellness Mobility Assessments. Not sure what you should be doing for mobility? Well, instead of trying a bazillion things and spending hours a day, get strategic coaching with a mobility assessment with me. You'll get your personalized mobility workout plan with the best mobilizations and activations just for you. Plus, all of your videos will be organized in custom playlists to keep things simple. So here's how it works. You send me a video doing four specific moves. I'll tell you ahead of time what they are, and I'll use that to create your mobility workout plan. We'll meet together for two video calls. The first one to set up the plan, make sure I'm covering everything you need. And the second will be a few weeks later for any questions or issues that come up. Now, here's the best part. You can save $50 off your mobility assessment when you use the code BODYNERD at checkout. So learn more and get started with a mobility assessment by heading on over to aewellness.com mobility. And don't forget, use the code BODYNERD at checkout. All right, let's get back to the episode. Now, I can say for super topical scars, I had a wart removed from my forehead recently, and I used silicone strips on that scar to help it heal better and heal less noticeable since it was on my face. So topical creams, ointments, things that can help to hold moisture in so that the collagen is able to form in a way that is, again, more like normal tissue, things like that also work well. The Journal of Hand Therapy also looked at massage as an effective intervention for post-operative scarring and found, again, that scar massage can help to reduce pain, increase movement, improve scar characteristics, but the research hasn't been really in-depth with it, so 
there hasn't been a ton of, you know, really, we're going to do the same thing for the same people for all things, but across the board. And again, if you've asked someone who's had scar massage or done scar tissue therapy, they're going to say, yes, it helped. So while I love when research supports, you know, what we're talking about, I think also important to consider is that your experience is just as valid. And if you are experiencing some pain with your scars or having some after effects that you think may be related to a scar, definitely give it a try uh, and see if you can make some improvement. So for scar tissue, like I've mentioned, of course, movement helps, but we really need to get in there and create a mechanical change, a mechanical signal for the body to start helping rehydrate and reestablish this movement within this collagen and scar tissue. So cross friction helps the collagen fibers to get reorganized and to get some of that rehydration. And this is when you go across the grain of the scar. So if you think of a scar running like from your elbow to your wrist, cross friction would be sliding your hands back and forth across it. So perpendicular with it. And you can do the scar tissue massage with your hands, Again, if you've been cleared by your doctor and you're at least six weeks, again, ask them, but six weeks is usually the bare minimum for tissue healing to occur. So you're not running the risk of reopening anything. If it has been years, go at it, have fun. So you want to make sure that it's a scar and not a new wound. And like I said, double check with your surgeon. You can pinch it. You can roll it with your fingers. You can use a tool. I like just using my hands because if it is a scar that is accessible via your hands. That's something that you always have with you. You don't need any extra tools. And your goal is to desensitize the scar and improve its overall elasticity. So I had uh, something removed from my hand and right immediately after once that tissue healed, it was so super sensitive and the scar was almost hard. And so as I was just talking to people and having conversations, I would just be pinching and rolling and massaging that scar. And now while it's still visible, it's way more elastic and able to move with my entire hand. And it also doesn't hurt like it used to. So that's our goal because the scar is going to be there forever. That tissue will always be different tissue, but we can improve how well the scar plays with the rest of your tissue so it doesn't become the weakest link. So think of it this way. If you had like a spandex bodysuit, a scar would be as if you cut a little slit in that spandex bodysuit and then sewed a piece of denim. So that denim isn't stretchy right? It is strong and helping to, you know, repair that opening, that wound. But now the weakest point is all of the places where that denim and spandex meet, right? That's where they're going to pull because as your spandex wants to move as you move, now it's meeting that denim and something's going to give and it's sure as heck not going to be the denim. And so massage again is not going to change the denim. Denim will always be denim, but maybe now it's like denim with like a little bit of spandex in it. And so it has a little bit more give to it, which will allow you to move better and allow you to feel better as well. Another way to think of this is like a suit and a suit with a lining. And if that lining is sewn into the suit, like under the arm, for example, every time you go to lift your arm, you're not going to be able to move as well because that free sliding between the suit and the lining no longer exists. So basically managing your scar tissues and addressing your scar tissues is really addressing your birthday suit. And that's important. 
But what I really want you to understand is that you can do this yourself. Pinch, pull, poke, <laughs> like do whatever it takes to help your scar tissue be more elastic, more pliable, and definitely less sensitive. And you can do this whether your scar is a year old or 10 years old or 20 years old. It's never too late and your scars are definitely going to appreciate it. So give that a try and let me know what your biggest takeaway was from today's episode. I know when I started learning about fascia and collagen and scar tissue and that realization that scar tissue isn't really anything like regular tissue, but how we can help it to become more like regular tissue was a big aha for me. So you can take a screenshot. You can tag me on Instagram. You can send me more questions that you have about scar tissue as well. I'm at Hala Formala on Instagram. You can find me on TikTok at AE Wellness, or you can have a question about this episode and leave it as a review and say, I really liked that I learned or something, you know, if you're looking for something to, you know, leave a review (laughs) or you can leave a voicemail on the body nerd hotline. That number is 818-396-6501. And don't forget that all of your show notes, fun links, free downloads, access to the Body Nerds group, all things podcast related, live over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And thank you for being a subscriber. Thank you for sharing today's episode. Thank you for those wonderful five-star reviews. I appreciate you for taking the time. So here's asking better questions, moving more, massaging our scars, and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks, and bodywork is one of the fastest and most effective ways to deal with it. I've put together a free PDF with the six places you need to roll right now for quick relief. Plus, the reason why what you've tried so far has only given you a temporary fix. So whether it's back pain, plantar fasciitis, neck tension, shoulder pain, or tight hips, I've got you covered. And when you download it now, I'll also send you some video demos to get you started even faster. Head on over to aewellness.com slash bodywork, that's B-O-D-Y-W-O-R-K, to get started today.